0: And urban India Honey, it's not all about the Kama Sutra
1: Dil se tujhko Be dili hai Mujhko hai dil
2: ka. Was waiting for the train, and there was a guy already sitting over there. He had ear piercings and he looked kind of effeminate. Okay, I had this feel that um, we might end up being in a friendship or something. I I really don't know what I was going through at that moment. But I went and sat next to him and... uh...
1: Queerness, as an experience, is in our everyday lives. Even my sexualness is in my everyday life. In my experiences, in my encounters, in my everyday exchanges. It is in my sass that I pull off every day, with what I wear, how I wear and why I wear it.
2: He kind of understood why I sat next to him, so even though we didn't speak, there was this kind of an unspoken understanding between the two of us, even though we were strangers.
1: Where, Where is this sexuality in our lives? The soft gazes exchanged between mutual crushes? The reply to every hum kya achate with the nara of azadi? Every hug, every smile, Every fight, every conversation actually and the everyday mundane activity and actually the not so mundane sassiness. It is the everydayness of the sexiness which is my sexualness.
2: So if you're talking about an intimate sexual encounter, I consider this as an intimate sexual encounter because he was rubbing his leg against mine. I, I, along with the rubbing, I could feel that there's this kind of... This this need, you know, like... To know someone. But we didn't know how to say it. So there's this real, real bad tension between the both of us. I don't know whether it was sexual, whether it was intimate, whether it was need. But some sort of a tension was there. Like, I wanted to talk to him, but he couldn't talk to me. He wanted to talk to me, but he didn't talk to me. But rather, we communicated through touching of the legs and I found that an intimate sexual encounter from all the other sexual encounters that I've had.
1: My sexualness and my sexuality and my desires all have found a place in my female friendships. The softness when my friend is holding my hand while we're talking about loss and love. The fierceness when we talk about the imagination of the resistance and you know, even in the laughter in our voices, when we just find funniness in our randomness, and even in the stolen hours alone in my room, all, all of this seemed seemed to me part of a sexualness, which is you know caressing through my hands, and it's in the it's actually in the everydayness of our lives.
2: Even touching has a meaning. Why do you think there's something called as good touch and bad touch? Even if it is hugging someone who's very close to you, tight hugs, just casual hugs, just formal hugs, touching is a way of communication, and I find it very intimate.
1: So this is what has been my experience with the confusion that is that everyone calls sexuality in my everyday spaces of kranti and
2: love. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confused for what I'm trying to say.
3: Homosexuality was really viewed as taboo in school. The norm was not to support homosexuality. Even though, yes, people would indulge in homosexuality, most of us wouldn't be aware of it because obviously, you know, the stigma attached to it, people wouldn't open up to anyone else. The friend who visited me, I kind of knew that he was homosexual, and uh, it kind of took me half an hour to uh, propose to him the idea of you know making out or say uh, doing some something something sexual. Since I think you know it, it was because I was in an all boys school that <clears throat> my sexual urges were peaking, you know, unusually because I think i hadn't had physical, sexual physical contact with someone for a very long time, and I've needed it. And I actually realized the fluidity of my sexuality, you know, but anyways, you know, I discovered later on that I'm not exactly homosexual. I'm a little bisexual, but, and dipping way towards the opposite sex, but sometimes I wouldn't, I do find men hot. And I think that's about it. I wouldn't really want to sexually associate myself to men too much.
0: An all-girls boarding school. So celestial, so sweet, so holy, goodness gracious me. A life where us girls lived in harmony. We were just us girls, sisters, friends and four mothers. And we never said barbaric low-class nonsense not to one another. We spoke the language of sisterhood and love. Really, we loved each other so much that we pretended to be each other's boyfriends at night. We giggled and squirmed and performed stylishly rhythmic orgasms that we learned from Sunday television because of so much love. We courted and we kissed in the dorm room bathrooms and pretended the locker room was a beach and our moldy underwear, Victoria's Secret Diamond Bikinis. Because of so much love. And because there was so much love, too much to handle, too much to bear as a secret, our warden rounded us up like cattle and said we were filthy bitches who ought to be slapped and spat on for the blemish we leave on India's most prestigious all-girls boarding school. And so, our family of sisters listened to our teacher mommies and protected our sister lovelies from those nasty boys, like those bastards from Sunday Television who roamed our sisterly dormitories in girls' bodies. Yes, those boys. Uh, girls? No, girl boys. You mean like a girl that looks like a dude? No, a die. even when they have vaginas, yes, a rotten lesbian. What is what they're called? AKA girls whose daddies were never around. And you know, post boarding school, post first college gender sensitization workshop, post first uni brush with feminism, post privilege inspection, post a bevy of slam poetry events, arty films on trans negotiations, arty discussions on non-binary resistances, a period of identity crisis. A sudden realization of your lifelong queerness just fucking sucks. Because now you really think of the time when you told your friends about those rotten girls that liked other girls, especially yours truly. Your heart breaks, wishing it were dead at the thought of what people can do to others. What you did to others. Sorry will not do but you want to say it anyway. For the time you laughed at her when she told you she liked you for real. You are sorry because you closed your eyes and pretended she was a boy when you kissed passionately and fondled nervously. You are sorry you called her a boarding school experiment because, you know, our teenage hormones raged and, duh, boys weren't around. You are sorry you froze and ran after she carved your name on her skin using a rusty geometry box protractor, crying and begging you to stop ignoring her. You are sorry you called her a psychotic, sociopathic, she-rapist. Filthy as her desires, criminal like her own existence. You are sorry because you graduated school without so much as looking at her. For the shame you felt, for the bullying that came your way because of her. And because embracing your historical queerness makes you realize that you are the filthy, cunty, psychotic, sociopathic, she-rapist Lesbo, that they called you, that you called her, and you killed her existence and your own too. Section 377 of the Indian Penal Code is a piece of legislation introduced during the British colonial rule in 1860, which condemns homosexuality as a criminal offense. Imprisonment for such acts can be over 10 years. Section 377 was decriminalized in 2009, only to be overturned by the Supreme Court of India in 2013. You're watching the first news hour debate on Times Now Super Prime Time.
2: For and against on the 377 judgment, or rather the lack of it, Father Dominic Emmanuel is for the judgment of the Supreme Court against it. Anjali
0: Gopal, and
1: this is, is a here. buck stops here special. I'm Barkhadar. On the program today, there is anger, there is disappointment and there is dismay at a verdict from the Supreme Court. What's illegal about love, your lordship? Arnab
3: very important three points. Yeah. One. I am sad and pained to see my homosexual brothers and sisters in tears. I wish them comfort and peace. Uh, I doubt whether they called it illegal. Raji, they only said the Supreme stop, Court verdict's stop,
1: implicit stop, meaning. Stop, hold,
3: on. hold on,
0: hold on. How
1: is it any of anybody's, anybody's business? If,
0: yeah. if I have penal oral sex with my partner who's a woman or a homosexual, what is the business of the law to come in into my the, private life? Hold world? on, the Supreme Court
3: verdict's yourself. implicit meaning is very clear. Yeah. So, You're watching the first News Hour debate.
0: Today, in India, homosexuality is a criminal offence by law.